Welcome to episode eight of Getting Real About. Mandy, Stacy, Steph, and Nancy get real about making friends as an adult. They talk about how to foster and be intentional with their relationships and how to get over the fear and awkwardness. All right, ladies, it's time to get real. Welcome to Getting Real About. Today, we are going to talk about making friends as adults. My name is Mandy Jones, and I am joined today with three wonderful ladies who are going to talk about this topic with me. So I am have been married for nine years. I celebrated my ninth wedding anniversary this year, and I have a daughter who is five and a son who is two and a half, and I work as a marketing director. So why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about you. Stacy. I am Stacy Philpot, and I am a family pastor at Gold Creek Community Church. And I have four kids. My oldest is my stepson, and then I've got three of my own, and they are all adults. Youngest being 19, and I'm married to my husband, Greg, for 12 years. And yeah, I, I love having friends and talking about making friends. Perfect. Steph, tell us about you. Okay, my name is Stephanie Royball, and I have three kids as well. Um, Bianca is 19, Cameron's 19, and Alexa is 17. We do not have twins, but we're a blended family. So Dom and I have been married for, it'll be 11 years this month. Nice. And uh, yeah, excited to talk about friends, and I feel blessed to have some good relationships in my life. Nancy. And I am Nancy Godinas, and I have been married to my husband, Brian, for... 21 years. Oh, wow. I, I say that out loud and it seems weird. Um, but we have two children, one 19 who is in her second year of university and a son Griffin who is a junior in high school. So yeah, excited to be here today. Perfect. So we're going to go ahead and get into the discussion. So making friends as adults. And I read an article not too long ago and it said that over time it gets harder for adults to form meaningful relationships. So what do you guys think about that as you've kind of, you know, you've gotten older, have you struggled forming meaningful relationships? I think this is Stacy here. And I think um, it, it takes more time to make a friend as an adult, the older you get, um, when you're younger, it's so much easier. I mean, kids just connect with one another um, so easily. They just want to play together and finding uh, your people. I think takes more intention and effort mm -hmm. as you get older. Mm -hmm. I just think that you don't have the opportunities necessarily to meet um, your people when you are older. But I also think too that um, it's hard when you have to have like you have your kids and then you have your husbands and you and trying to make everyone connect sometimes mm -hmm. can be really, really challenging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you have to be intentional. You have to find the time. And for me personally, when I think about someone, it's like, oh, I wonder what they're doing right now. And that's not always, you know, possible. But for me to think about scheduling something a week or two out, it's just a little bit daunting. So um, I'm always the kind of friend that like if someone wants to call and be like, hey, can you have coffee in an hour? I'm like, yeah, I can. So just being intentional in different ways. Mm -hmm. And being flexible. True. So yeah. you like spontaneity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Only sometimes. When it works for her. <laughs> yeah. 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 And your busy schedule. When I'm feeling spontaneous, I <laughs> <Yeah>. do. <laughs> well, Stacey, you had said at the end of our last podcast, you um, had said to Joy, who is a preschool and kindergarten director, you kind of joked about how our next topic was going to be making friends as an adult mm -hmm. because Joy spends so much time around kids. And she, I think, had said, like, well, a kid just walks up and looks at somebody and says, do you want to be my friend? Totally. <laughs> your friends. Mm -hmm. And so it's that difference between, like, of just being a kid versus an adult and how easy it is for them. And so I, you know, I'm trying to think of how do we... Why is it so different? How can we channel kind of our kid mentality for making friends as an adult? Well, I think for one with kids, they have not yet um, completely developed who they are, what their, uh, what their likes and dislikes are, um, who they choose to be influenced by. Mm -hmm. Again, they just want to play. Where um, as an adult, you know, we've developed Kind of the lifestyle, the the values that we have, and those the like-minded people that we want to be around. Um, but we also have developed our annoyances mm -hmm. and um, judgments of people. And you know, I, I mentioned 
to somebody not too long ago on a Sunday morning, I was really encouraging them to get into a group. And I said, don't be discouraged if you get in there and you're like, these are not my people. (laughs) They might be all weird to you, but maybe you're weird to them. And that's okay Mm -hmm. because, yeah, we, you know, it's just different. Yeah, for sure. So as far as friendships, I was talking to a gal the other day, you know, and she had said, you know, friends that she had grown up with for years, people she had spent time with and um, how, you know, some of those relationships, they stay, they stick, like you can pick up anywhere and have a meaningful relationship. But there are some where she's like, I'm kind of at this point in my life where it's not doing anything for her anymore. Like the friendship is kind of run its course, if you will. And so do you guys have, you know, meaningful friendships from when you were kids and, you know, that you've continued on through the years or foster those relationships at all? I do. This is Stephanie here. And I have one of my best friends. We've been friends since sixth grade and we've gone through a lot of life together. We know everything about our families and my first marriage and you know, what happened with that? She was with me for all these things. We did go through a time where I tried to break up with her and I did because (laughs) she was being, I felt a little bit judgmental where I was in my life. I found myself a single mom. I'd gone through the, the death of my first husband and she was very, judgmental about some of the things I was doing. And it was basically a survival. Maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, she didn't agree with that, but I would remember telling her like, you get to go home at night and be with your husband and your family. And I've been through this and I'm just trying to survive. And then she would say things like, well, I'm being a voice for Bianca. And I appreciated that, Mm -hmm. but I felt judged. Mm -hmm. So we tried, I did, I did said to her, I said, this friendship has run its course for me and I love you, but it's not doing anything for Mm -hmm. me anymore. And she did not let me go. She would not let me break up. (laughs) And she says, this is not an option. I love you. We're going to work this out. And we did. And I think that's very rare. Um, And then I have another girlfriend that I've been friends with for 20 years. And we've, I think the thing about is with friends is is long-term is you have to have communication. You have to Mm -hmm. be able to have that. This is the real raw me. And this is how this is hurting my feelings or whatever. And not every friendship and every woman is able to, um, be strong and have that kind of constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. So I feel blessed in that way with these ladies that I've been able to do life with them. And I know it's rare, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah. When we were preparing for this and I saw that in um, the notes and I knew that you had had like good long-term friends and, mm-hmm. and I do have friends from that. I can just pick up where we left off, but mm-hmm. we aren't in consistent communication. We mm-hmm. don't hang out. Or my friends from high school have moved away. And I thought that was really cool that Mm -hmm. you still have that because there is something about that longevity Mm -hmm. in a friendship. It's amazing because she's known me since I was 12 years Mm -hmm. old. I'm 49. That's a lot Mm -hmm. of life. That's that's perms and, you know, (laughs) everything. She wasn't judgmental for your perm time. (laughs) The best in the world she was. She said, that's not a good look. And you have naturally curly hair. So we didn't do that again. That's a true That's a good friend. I was going to say she was honest with you about that. Is that friend, have you been in this area? area the whole time or so, so we actually I grew up in Auburn so I grew up down okay. south and she still lives in the Maple Valley area so we don't see each other very often mm-hmm. but um we just spoke today we, she is a friend that I can pick up with you know yeah. whenever mm-hmm. but she has other relationships I have other relationships that used to cause a conflict because I was giving you know attention to mm-hmm. another yeah. friendship mm-hmm. that was closer and so and I think another thing with women too is we do get jealous yeah mm-hmm. and well you're my friend well how come you're doing that with her and not with me so those are the kind of things I've had to be like oh for gosh sakes okay you know <laughs> and again being intentional with my people that mm-hmm. that are in my life and and bringing in new friends if I've met some so yeah I've always been like I grew up in a different place. And so I've moved, I think, three significant times. And so I had to be really intentional um, about putting myself out there. Otherwise, I I legit would just have no friends. Um, And definitely, I've had taken friendships from each one of those places throughout the years. And I have lots that I can pick up with, which is the I think those are like the best Mm -hmm. kinds of friends Mm -hmm. where you can not see them for a while and not even maybe communicate. But if I just was with them, um, I know we would jump right back into where we were before. Um, But it is it is a challenge, uh, you know, being this far away. for Yeah. Yeah, And that's how so I, you know, I moved over to Western Washington seven years ago. 
And I moved from a place where I grew up. Mm -hmm. I went to college over there. It's where friends were. My, you know, my parents, I had my people, I had my places. I had, I had it all figured out. Yeah. Then I moved to a city and it's not that it's that far, but it's far enough, right? You're not there every other day. The mountain pass seems to be a real barrier. It is, it is. I mean, it's four and a half hours. And um, I missed those people Mm -hmm. and the, and to come to a city when I didn't know anybody and, you know, my husband was working and I wasn't at the time. Um, but he, you know, he was busy. He had his schedule and his, you know, was meeting people and doing things and I'm sitting there. Okay. So walk the grocery store and <laughs> yeah. go to the gym and, you know, where, where do I find people? And you so, find yourself holding up the line at the grocery store <laughs> yeah. and talking to the checker. So how's your day been? <laughs> what are you doing? Here's yes. my number. Call me later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's what is so. But I I always felt that it's just it's it's awkward. It's mm-hmm. you know, and um, one thing that we kind of had talked about beforehand was kind of whether or not you're like introvert extrovert type person. And I definitely channel more of an introvert. And Steph, I loved her. She you know said that she's an introverted extrovert, mm-hmm. and I love it. And it's mm-hmm. so true. But it's I don't I don't like to be an annoyance to people. I have I fear rejection. But it's, you know, and people have said to me multiple times, well, when your kids get a little bit older and they start getting in activities, that's when you're going to find your friends and, you know, be involved. And that's great. But, you know, my daughter played soccer this last year and I wanted nothing to do with any of those. (laughs) I know she's five, but I was like, okay, you people are not my people, you know, so it's and that might be true. And I know a lot of, you know, friends that I grew up with, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it is hard. And I do have those friendships from high school and from sports, but as a kid, you're, you're placed in that you go to school, you do activities Mm -hmm. and all through college, I played sports and you are forced to make friends with people Mm -hmm. who have similar and common interests as you. And it's easy. And then all of a sudden you're thrown out in this world and supposed to go back and act like a kindergartner of, you know, (laughs) come, do you want to do a play date? (laughs) I don't don't know what we're doing, but yeah. So it's, that's, that's been a hard thing for me and accepting that this is my home and this is where we're going to be and, and finding people. And so kind of talk to me guys about you introvert, extrovert, how how, do you feel like it's awkward making friends and that whole process and times seasons of your life when it's, this is a lot of questions I'm throwing at you, but let's start (laughs) with introvert, extrovert. Let's start there. So um, this is Stacy and I am definitely an extrovert, but as I've gotten older, um, I'm 48, almost 49. And as I've gotten older, I really value my alone time Mm -hmm. even more so. Um, I moved over here from Yakima 14 years ago, and that seems crazy, but I swear for the first two years, I don't know if it was seasonal depression mm-hmm. or depression from being away from, I had a really great group of friends and I was really connected um, at my church home there, but moving up, I was looking for my husband, who was my fiance at the time, really to be my everything. And mm-hmm. I so value my friend friendships with my girlfriends that he isn't that he can't fulfill Mm -hmm. those conversations, Mm -hmm. those needs, those, um, the laughter, the tears, it's just, and, and he shouldn't. I mean, he is definitely one of my best friends, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, it sounds like a plug, but I think that is one of the greatest things about being a part of the body of Christ, being a part of church, wherever you are, because God has created us to be connected mm-hmm. with one another, whether you are introverted or extroverted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it, even as an extrovert, it is, it is hard to develop those friendships that last and aren't just surfacy. I mean, yeah. we all mm-hmm. can make friends and mm-hmm. ask how people are doing and compliment each other on what we're wearing and so on. But to really choose who the people are that you're going to go deep with and share the, the ugly, the mm-hmm. good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes time and mm-hmm. just like a marriage where it, you have to put in the, mm-hmm. the effort. Like my supervisor has said to me, she goes, you need to have your, your 2 a.m. friend. Who's mm-hmm. your 2 a.m. friend? Your mm-hmm. person that you're, you know, you can call at any time that will be there for you. Like you said, you I mean, there are a lot of acquaintances or, you know, people you, oh yeah, they're, we're friends, you know that, but they're not your person that would be there to pick up the pieces and to be there to yeah. help or to cry yeah. or to laugh with, or that you can just share all that with. One of my closest friends from Yakima, in fact, I just sent her um, a big thank you 
gift recently because it popped into my head that when I was going through my divorce, which was an awful time in my life, um, she had called one night and just said, Hey, how are you doing? And my kids were really young. They were in bed. And I said, Oh, nothing. Um, I'm just folding laundry. And she was like, Oh, do you want some help? I'm like, no, no, I'm just folding laundry. And she was in uh, Sela actually. And I was in Yakima and not that it's that far, but then next thing I know, she shows up at the door. She's like, I'm just going to help you with your laundry or I'm just going to sit with you. Mm -hmm. And I needed that more than I Mm -hmm. realized. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we didn't have to be doing anything. Mm -hmm. Right. I think this is stuff here. Um, I think hearing Mandy talk, I'm thinking about changing a perspective a little bit because I think that I have a best friend she lives locally mm-hmm. and we talk on the phone every day. I don't see her very often. As a matter of fact, she's very social when she does like get togethers and birthday parties and stuff. I typically just like to do one-on-one with her and not be in a group of people. Cause I just do better that way. But we talk on the phone every single day. So you could have that 2am person mm-hmm. that you just pick up the phone because we are really blessed that we can have like FaceTime, which I know the kids mm-hmm. are doing a lot now. Mm-hmm. My daughter's always FaceTiming me. And today I was just getting out of the shower. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, oh, I didn't answer because something could have been going on. But um, anyway, it was more than she wanted to know. But so you can call people and I still think that's valuable. I've mm-hmm. had... Um, friends who've moved out of the area and we'll call we'll do like a, a coffee date on the phone. Oh, that's nice. great for me. Yeah. It's yeah. also, it's, it, we can talk for two hours, mm-hmm. we can talk for whatever. And so that's good. I think physically, because I am an introverted extrovert, so I do get excited about seeing people, but I have to recover for days afterwards mm-hmm. or I have to prepare mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, but I do love my phone calls and, and plugging in with people that way. It doesn't have to be physical, mm-hmm. yeah. but to have somebody to call and do things with, I mean, my husband's very extroverted. He knows a ton of people. He owns his own business. So we do have an opportunity to have other couples in our lives. And I have met um, a friend of his and his wife. I met his wife this summer and we've done more with this couple than anyone ever. And so we're kind of doing life with them and they're in the stage just above us. So uh, the thing about me too, is even though I'm introverted, like you will know all about me with our first sitting. Cause I'm mm-hmm. probably as raw as they can be. If you ask me how I'm doing, I'm really going to tell you <laughs> probably with some colorful language sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you get to know me very well. And so maybe I might not be for the timid, but I do know my audience. And so this girl, it was kind of that same way and we clicked and she's just a really good friend. And so it's, it's out there and it came out of nowhere. And so you know, it's been kind of nice, but I have to find myself fostering that relationship, like Uh thinking of you or her and her husband were just sick. And so I said, I'm going to run to the store. Kind of like you're saying, Uh Stacy, with your friend is showing up. I'm going to go to the store, send me your list. What do you need? And I just took them groceries and doing little things like that can help. But isn't it fun when you meet a new friend like that? And it feels like, where have you been? Like my whole life. I feel like we've been friends Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. It does feel like that. It's, we talk about that a lot. Like I, I said, I don't really like a lot of pull like in my space, but I like, like, cause you know why I can be real with her. I can say Dom's out of town. I don't really have the energy to go to dinner. And she's like, I totally get it. Neither do I. Okay, good. We won't. And then no one, there's no hurt feelings. So Mm -hmm. that's what I have to have. I have to have somebody that's okay with me not feeling social that day. And that's what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is Nancy. And, um, I am tend to, to be an extrovert for sure. Uh, kind of like you though, Stacy too. I do definitely like some of my downtime. I don't like to be go, go, go all of the time, but my job definitely lends me to being more of an extrovert. Um, but I, my life situation kind of has always thrust me into, I had to, because when I was done college, I moved to San Diego, uh, where literally I knew nobody. So my first thought was like, I need, and kind of like a plug for you, this isn't for church, but that is where I found my people. I would, I thought, okay, I know nobody. I was working at the church and I thought, okay, I'm going to join the singles group, even though I didn't want to, because there was kind of like, I'm like, I don't want to, uh, there's kind of a stigma, to that. stigma yeah. for yeah. sure. And it didn't help when the pastor introduced me on stage and said to the whole congregation that I was single. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I jumped into that and yeah, very hesitantly, but I'm like, you know what? I have to find some people, some connections mm-hmm. because as an extrovert, if I didn't have that, I would have been completely depressed. So I jumped into that. And then, you know, that's where obviously I met my husband. We ended up moving again to Chicago with when I was like nine months pregnant with our very first child. Mm-hmm. So not only were we going into a completely different phase of our lives with the children, again, I had nobody that I knew. Mm-hmm. And so 
again, it was just jumping into, okay, we need to find some people in the church. I joined MOPS, you know, did all of those things to get involved. And, but it, I, I felt like my life circumstances forced me to do that. Mm-hmm. But as an introvert, I probably would have loved my life. <laughs> just keep moving and then I don't have to meet anybody. Yes. But uh, yeah, it wasn't going to work for me. So it was kind of the way it was for me. Yeah, but there's still, even though if you're an introvert, kind of like what um, Steph was saying, what I, the reason I like it so much of how she's saying is I do like to be home a lot. Um, but I also, I, I do, you do crave the connection from mm-hmm. people. And uh, I was saying earlier how I I like when I make plans with people, mm-hmm. but then when the plans come up, it's, yeah. you know, oh, I really want to go. And they're like, oh, yeah. I just really want to go home, put my pajamas on. Yeah. And I've said, once I go home, it's so much harder to get me to go back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to kind of pay attention to that. But I also, I mean, I work full time. I have two young kids. I don't, and my husband's a teacher, but I, I don't see him often during the school year. He's not home in the mornings. He's home for dinner. And then it's, not, you know, bedtime, then up and do it again. So it's that kind of that balance. Mm-hmm. And so finding those times to, to be intentional with it, but talk to me about somebody who, you know, we, um, if we have any stay at home moms listening or people who want to get plugged in, wh- what would you suggest for a tip for them? This is Nancy. Well, my big plug is you do. I think you do have to find some outlet, somebody who's going through the same life stage as you, because I definitely remember when my kids were younger. uh, It is a lonely time Mm -hmm. because you feel like, you know, because then again, you have the influence of other kids and the way other parents parent. And sometimes that might not be the same as you parent. And so it, it has to be a, a good combination of, par- of the, your mom's connecting as well as the kids connecting. Um, but I just strongly suggest finding a mops group or whatever group that looks like. I mean, it could be stroller strides. I don't even, does that even exist? I So it's been a while since my kids were younger, but um is that like walking like With your child stroller. in a stroller? Yeah, yeah. You or meet it doing apart workouts or something. Oh, that explains why I didn't. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Part of it. <laughs> or just find somebody that you know that might be like you said stuff that it has the same personality or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know go for walks with that. Develop that. It, it needs to be somewhere where you are intentional about getting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that looks like for you. Well, and even if you're like a, um, a room mom, like yeah. I was never like the oh, yeah. room mom, but I said, I'll give you a couple parties a year. I'll, I'll fill in. I'll <laughs> yes. <bring some> stuff. <laughs> so I wasn't huge committing, of course, but I still was out there. I was meeting some of the moms if I wanted to. And I met a couple every year. I'd meet a couple moms. Um, and that's kind of how, you know, so you could do, you could do that. And then yeah. from that, there's, if the kids do sports or activities, you're kind of waiting and you, end up chatting with someone right. sometimes mm-hmm. I sat in my car sometimes, but you know, that's how I met my husband. I was sitting in the car and he came up to my window. I mean, that was the joke. If, if I don't marry the pizza delivery guy, I'm not going to get married because I'm always at home. But anyway, so it, yeah, you just have to be, you know, get yourself out there. I think kids do help. Mm-hmm. And I think with, you know, some of the friendships you're going to have just for that year, and then it's going to be a different, different yeah. friendship, but then you're kind of get used to it. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, th- I think you're going to meet a ton of people when your kids get to school, Mandy. Yeah. I mean, and I know I will. I sound, I sound like this lonely sap. <laughs> no, because you know what? You don't really want to meet anyone anyway. You're yeah. like, being I was at thinking home. the word was needy that you were needy, No, I'm, I'm kidding. So no, I know. You know, but it's, it, yeah, it, it's where you kind of put yourself out there. And I think for me, what I am is I care so much about what people think of me. And I know that's a terrible thing. I've I no, did two, women, two, two yes. women's Common. studies last year, tried to break the cycle. I don't care, but yet I still have judgments for other people. Clearly <laughs> they have them of me. Yeah. But yeah, it's, that does get better as you get older. <laughs> yes, I promise it does. you it where does. you're like, I don't really care. It what does. Yeah. You know, Definitely. my, uh, my son, when he was a couple months old, had to do physical therapy for, he had the, um, his neck, the top, I can't remember what they called it, but basically he like laid one side and they were afraid he was going to have a flat head. So we had to go to physical <laughs> therapy. Basically we played on a mat and watched him roll around and paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. That's basically what my daughter had did. tongue therapy. So I don't <laughs> even know what that did. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah. But we did physical therapy. And so I sat on the floor like at least once a week for like six weeks with this gal, this young gal who had also just kind of moved to the area and stuff. And she was really nice. And um, she didn't have any kids, but her, um, she and her boyfriend were talking about getting married and stuff and lived around here. And we 
you know, kind of connected in a way, you know, because I mean, my son doesn't talk, he's rolling on the floor (laughs) doing exercises. So she and I just chatted the whole time and she was very nice. And I, you know, I'd said to my husband, I was like, I feel like we could be friends. But, you know, and I was saying, oh, should I like email her? I don't want to be like super awkward at the end of the you know appointment. Like, hey, you know, do you want to, I just don't want to force people into something right. they don't want to do, you know, because I don't want somebody to force me into something <laughs> I don't want to do. But you know, it's, that's, I think the biggest But what happened? Fear. Now you, you've got us all I didn't do way. anything. I didn't oh, do anything. No. I know. And you I know what I you could have done. You could have given her a Starbucks card and said, I really appreciate all the work you've done with my son. Oh, if that would have been, Steph, where were you? If you want to have coffee sometime, let me know. I'd love to meet you. Was that the leader good It's as easy as that. And if they they reject, it's not even a really rejection. It's people don't have the time or she would appreciate it as much as you would have appreciated that. Right. And that's something easy you could have done. I do have a story of rejection though that made me, so when you were talking, I'm like, okay, so yeah, what did you do? Because I've had, I had a, and it's still, um, you had asked earlier before we started about just the fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. And I overshare kind of, like I think you were saying that people will know mm-hmm. I totally overshare. And so a lot of times I'll walk away from a conversation thinking, oh, that was so stupid. I, why did I say that? You know how you mm-hmm. replay yeah, yeah, the conversation. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. if you if you share too much of the, that's a red flag for me. If somebody opens up right yeah. away, oh, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, okay. I don't think don't that yeah. crazy. Yeah, okay, exactly. bye-bye. <laughs> but um, a few years ago, I actually went through breast cancer and, and that's a whole nother podcast, but <laughs> Um, I really connected when I was going through radiation, I had to go every day, Monday through Friday, um, to, for radiation. And I really connected with one of the nurses. We just, we, she would stay and visit for quite a while. She shared stuff about her family and I just, I really enjoyed visiting with her. And so at the end of the six weeks, I had gotten little gifts for some of the other nurses mm-hmm. that I was with. And, um, I, she wasn't there on my last day, which was kind of sad And I had left a gift and a note in her office, like, hey, I'd love to still get together and do lunch with you. I left my phone number and I've never heard back from her. I I totally was so sad and thought like, oh, did I overstep? Was that like inappropriate because she was like a professional? But I mean, she, we would visit and yeah, I think she was your angel. Oh, maybe. maybe. Okay. Do you ever have people like st- step into your life in a very opportune time then all of a sudden they're just gone for whatever reason? And I just feel like people come into your life sometimes for a season and a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, we'll I'm think gonna, that. that might make you yeah. feel better. Yes. There was no rejection. Yeah. She was yeah. your angel. No rejection. I'm going to journal about that tonight and yeah. close that chapter. There you <laughs> go. Yes. Yes. I'm holding on to that. That's right. Until she runs into her somewhere yeah. on the street and like, you never called me. <laughs> yeah. I gave you my number. <laughs> but that's, um, yeah. So no, I did not ask the physical mm-hmm. therapist to be my friend. Um, and maybe, you know, and I, I do, I think about it sometimes. I think, did I miss out on that opportunity? I don't know. Do but, you regret you know, it? Like, do you wish now looking back that you would have? I do. Okay. I do. Because I know that I would have appreciated that right. if the roles would have been reversed, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? And so I have to try to like challenge that mentality sometimes mm-hmm. of, well, you know, my husband will say that all the time. He'll, you know, you're not the only one who probably feels that way. Absolutely. They would probably be thrilled, you know, or thinking they're thinking the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I wish, you know, somebody would say something or if you kind of have that connection and maybe I'm wrong in that, I don't know, but it's, it's to me, that's the biggest part of it is I don't want to be the annoyance. I don't want to be the one who's needy because people do have, you know, you said it stuff like you, you've got people sometimes you don't want other people. Like you've got your friends and you don't want your other people. You say things like, um, you know, I don't want to be an annoyance and I don't want to be, but you're not because Mm -hmm. if they don't have time, it's nothing personal. Really. They they, they Mm -hmm. just wouldn't, but literally I was getting my teeth cleaned a few weeks ago. And this hygienist was like, so spunky and so (laughs) talking about these great things. And I was like, God, I really like her. And I asked her to be my friend and she gave me her phone number and I have not called her. Did you actually say that? Will you be my friend? No, but I said, I said, I don't remember what, even what I said. I stood up and I was like, it was so fun meeting you today. And I said, we should get coffee sometime. I feel like we have some things we could talk about. And she goes, yeah, I'm going to give you my number. I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to give you my number. So she did. And it's a sticky note sitting on my calendar at home. And I do need to call her because I did feel a connection with her. And yeah. I don't want her to feel like mm-hmm. you guys are saying like, oh God, you know, she didn't call me. But I feel like even if someone doesn't have the time or they don't have the mental capacity to 
meet up at that time, I feel like it is such a nice feeling. I mean, a smile mm -hmm. even these yeah. days goes a long mm -hmm. way, yeah. right? If someone's like, I really connected with you, you know, like my husband has these business cards, they're Starbucks cards with his name on it. And I'm not saying to go out and get a bunch mm -hmm. of Starbucks cards, but <laughs> I don't are know. We, are we plugging <laughs> Starbucks today? Yeah. No, it's sponsored we're by Starbucks. not <laughs> plugging Starbucks. I promise you, I don't even like them. They're bitter. Uh, I agree. Now we are anti. Yeah, okay, now we're anti. We were supporting. Yeah, that's a whole other. That's a whole other pod, podcast. Don't get me started on that stuff. But anyway, um, just something like that to kind of go. Hey, I really connected with you, or have a good day, or whatever. I don't mm -hmm. even know. But there's just so I don't know. I guess I'm just not scared of rejection because, like you said, Stacy, we're older and mm -hmm. we just don't care. You don't mm -hmm. want to be my friend. Good, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really want really, you to. Anyway. I didn't want to be it's my friend. It's a pity today. call. I didn't want to be your friend anyway. You clean my teeth horribly. They feel fuzzy. <laughs> but were you actually able to talk to her? I hate when yeah. the hygienist oh, talks to right. me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Just well, she was doing a lot of the talking and telling okay. me this really <laughs> incredible story of her son who overcome leukemia. And oh, I just wow. really admired her. She was a strong fight for my kid, fight for my family mom, which I totally can relate with. And so I just really liked her. Ooh. So. Well, and back to your story, Mandy, not to make it a therapy session, but you know where this woman is, right? You could still go find her. I could, but it's been like two years. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, that okay. might be odd. It would be too weird. He was just yeah. a few, like he was a couple months old. Okay, yeah, that, She's like, who yeah, are you again? Little, I remember when you were rolling around with my son on the floor. <laughs> that might be a little odd. I've been yeah, thinking about stop. you all these years. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> You know, but like to me, I'm like, we were just another appointment to her. You know, right, I mean, right. I'm not the only ones. Although I, she did say, though, that she did. Um, she had a lot more fun, like with the little kids and she would get because she that's what she specialized in. But because it's physical therapy at like Kaiser, you know, uh -huh. you get anybody. So I think we were a little bit more fun than, you know, old people coming in. With right, right, hips, right. You know, and so to like jump that. on the therapy session, do you <laughs> think now that you've learned that you regret not doing that do you think that gives you courage next time to possibly do something yeah i i think so i think i'm in a better a better state of mind right. i think in general yeah because oh, we just bought a house from nancy <laughs> so that's a I, plug right there i know there's a plug if you're looking for a house we got our real estate agent nancy here so we are staying here yes, for a minimum what did we sign glad. for at least a year we have to live in our house yeah no, i'm just kidding but um no so we are here and i think things you know are changing i am actually doing mops again this year i did it two years ago and it got we only did half the year because of COVID kind of oh. broke that up. And then last year was kind of a mess. And I ran a couple women's groups last year that I think were good just as far as connection stuff was they in one great. of my groups yeah. and mm -hmm. we had a good book and yep. good study. And so I think in that way, kind of growing a little, right. a little bit, my kids are getting a little bit older. So they're getting maybe a little less needy. Yeah. Um, my daughter plays guilt trips left and right though, when I'm not home. So that is hard that it just, it hurts my heart, you know, to make her feel like mm -hmm. I'm choosing something over her. But I, I, I do think, yes, that I'm in a better, a better season of it yeah. where maybe putting myself out there isn't so terrible, mm -hmm. Yeah. but, and just maybe knowing that, yeah, somebody else maybe is facing the same thing that mm -hmm. I am and would appreciate it. Guaranteed they are. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I can say when my kids were your kids ages, it was really hard. It's just, you were Mm -hmm. They have bedtimes. It was. Mm -hmm. It's just harder. It's a harder season of life mm -hmm. to really. Well, yeah. And when, when I feel like I'm gone time, all day, and yeah. then you feel bad being gone. Exactly. Yeah. With more, I totally get that. I didn't yeah. leave Bianca very much at all when she was younger, and so you know, play dates at the house or mm -hmm. at a park or something. It kind of involved her, but as they get older, it's, you're just in a hard season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But part of me too is like. I, it's again sounds really bad, but like I'm I am working all day, and so I do feel like the evenings and weekends and stuff are reserved family for time. family. Mm -hmm. But I also do want to then be away from my kids mm -hmm. and my and, husband from time to time too. Say, and your husband still like wants attention. Mm -hmm. and yeah, exactly. It's like, oh wait, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it is a hard season and I do think things are getting better. And I did actually have the gals from mops and um, they're great. And the two leaders this year. And so I do think it'll be good. So I definitely would say, if, you know, put yourself out there, yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. I guess. But as far as Nancy, you had kind of talked a little bit about the importance of just not only like women's kind of groups are getting connected that yeah. way with some of the things that you do, but also you're getting your family connected with yeah. other mm -hmm. families and things. And I think, you know, you guys have kind of worked through that. Can you yeah. guys talk about not just getting yourself, you know, kind of plugged in with other moms or other people like minded people, but right. people as far as families, cause that's a good connection. Well, I am an extrovert, but my husband is very much an introvert. So it was 
it was hard when I would go out with my girlfriends or I would have different activities and he would be home with the kids or, you know, I felt a little bit somewhat guilty for mm-hmm. always going out or whatever. And I remember specifically, like, I'm like, I just really do need to pray about, cause I really longed to have friends, family friends, where, like I said, where everyone connected. Cause mm-hmm. it's easy. Like, you know, and there were definitely times, I mean, we joined some different small groups and again, they, they just weren't our peeps, which was fine. Um, and Brian is also, he's very committed as well. Once he commits to something, he wants to stay in the group. And I'm like, no, I know right now they're not our peeps. <laughs> Let's get out. And he's like, no, we before have to give it a like, minimum a year. Before we become like them. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. And so, so that kind of always was a nice little thing to kind of work through. But, um, or like I would really connect with the wife and he mm-hmm. wouldn't with the husband yeah. or vice versa, or, we love the couple kids. Uh, they got to go, you know? <laughs> so it, it was definitely a real hard balance. And so I remember just like, oh, you know, we really do need some some good, solid friends. And I, I always thought, you know, when we started small groups, that I, we wanted it to be life groups, people mm-hmm. that you actually grew mm-hmm. and did life with. And so then Stacy and Greg moved into the neighborhood. And there we go. Mm-hmm. You guys are lifelong friends. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it truly was an answer to mm-hmm. prayer for us as well. And yeah. um, Greg is totally an introvert. It's, I mean, uh, yeah, the whole thing I can look back and, and Nancy and I met through church and then um, we, it turned out we were neighbors and we weren't looking for that <laughs> mm-hmm. when we were, we actually put an offer wow. on a couple different houses in other neighborhoods. And um, I just look back and think, you know, we pray to God for so many other things, big things, financial things, relationships. Um, but it seems sometimes trivial or mm-hmm. like, oh, well, it's up to me to make friends. But that was a prayer of ours as well. And our families really, we've got um, kids the same age. I mean, I, we've got some older kids in in our family as well, but I mean, really, it's become aunt and uncle on both sides. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we literally do life together. And and we've had to work through some hard times Very much as well. So. Mm-hmm. Recent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast, I yeah. feel. That's another podcast. <laughs> what do we need to know? Well, it's kind of funny how you... So my husband, I would say, is definitely an introvert too. And he's so funny in that he just... he he we're the same in that we both don't really like small talk with mm-hmm. people we don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just, ooh, don't want to just have a conversation with somebody, just have a conversation. We're not really just super outgoing in that way. And I feel like he's just completely fine doing his own thing yeah. and being home and around and he gets along with his coworkers fine. And that's enough to kind of fill him mm, up. That's and very much so for men. Yeah. In and maybe <laughs> it is, I don't know. And I, I think it's great and stuff. And I appreciate that he, you know, is encouraging, no, like go out, make, make plans, do stuff. I got it. And it's not that I don't think he's capable of taking care of the kids because he is, but I also don't always like to make it feel like I'm the only one mm-hmm. doing something. But I also find it hard when I do see somebody I'm like, oh, maybe I could be friends with them. But then you see the husband, you're like, oh, I don't think my husband's going to like him. Oh yeah. You know, kind those of a thing relationships where I don't well, think I will tell to you, Mandy, that after I worked with you guys and getting your house, I, I actually texted Haley and said, do you think that Brian and I are too old to be friends with Mandy and Ryan? Because oh they're really God. cool. <laughs> That is so funny. And she's no, like, no, I think that would be fine. <laughs> we, I'm like, we love Nancy. We so were talking about the other exchange things. numbers after. <laughs> you should. Together. We have yes. numbers. Usually. No, but it's so funny. Even Ellie was like, we haven't seen Nancy in a while. I'm like, well, Ellie, we bought a house. She's like, she's not showing us houses anymore. Because we started, we were seeing Nancy multiple times yes. a week and we looked forward to it. Right. No, not at all. Let's hang out. Okay. When I, you know, and I hang out with Stacey. Just don't I roll around on the floor with me. <laughs> My child was like two months old, <laughs> two months. He could not walk. Oh, oh that man. That was a great visual. <laughs> well, and I think you don't have to even have like an age group. I, 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 I yes. guess you assume yes. you want someone in your same yeah. stage, but I know that some of my friends are a little bit women that are older than me. And mm-hmm. I love going to them and being like, I'm in a season of college. I'm in a season of emptiness. I'm sad. And then they give me advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, this would be a good you would love the little kids, right? Because yes. you can oh, get yeah, filled up does. with that. And then you love having someone like, oh my gosh, Ellie has... She's so much older and has so much more wisdom. Yes. 
those little nuggets of wisdom. But that those are the those are the people you want to call at two a.m. and yeah. Nancy, who's like, mm-hmm. okay, Ellie's throwing up out of both ends. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then yes. she's gonna be like, you get a bowl and you go to the <laughs> toilet or whatever. Yeah. But it's, it's the no. popcorn bowl that's under yes, the counter. Under the yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kept it underneath Bianca's bed. She was she had lactose intolerance. Oh no. So, um, yeah, but th- those are the people that you call because she's been there, she's seasoned, and she's gonna calm you down. Not someone your age who has the same kid who's thinking in the back of my head, oh my god, they had a play date yesterday, yeah. and now they're yes. gonna get my kids sick. <laughs> yes. And now you're not friends you're anymore. Angry. Oh, that yeah. is so true. Right? That is yeah. true. So I think having different ages of friends, you don't have to think, well, I'm too old or I'm too young or I'm too introverted mm-hmm. or extroverted. I mm-hmm. think that friendships should, you know, complement each, each other. other. And, yeah. you know, you bring out, like my girlfriend might bring out the socialness of me and I slow her down a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. to kind of just smell the roses once in a while. Yeah. So No, that is good. Mm-hmm. And I... I feel like with that work, the kind of way the ages sort of go of like the ladies mm-hmm. that are on staff, because I work with Stacy, that we've got kind of the younger kind of early to mid 20s and that. And then I fall, I'm early 30s. And then we've got ladies kind of in their 40s. And so I kind of fall in the middle. <laughs> yeah. And then there's <laughs> no the geriatric group over here. That's where I'm You are not, you were in your 40s. Yeah. You know. Late 40s, close to 50. <laughs> <laughs> That's just I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> But, but, you know, I kind of fall like in the middle, I guess. And so mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, I can speak into people's, you know, lives of the kids, you know, people who are starting to have the babies and things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember that. Or, you know, those kinds of things, but yes, people sort of guide, but I also know that they have, they want those people who are kind of their age or who are at this stage or they've been, you know, friends with for a long time. So it's, you kind of insert yourself, but you don't. You're not, you know, Stacey, I need you to be my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to be best friends because that's what I want, you know, because people have their, you know, you have their people. And I I think we're fortunate that we, I think, all get along really well Mm -hmm. at work. And I'm grateful for those relationships and that there's definitely guidance. And I feel like hopefully I can, you know, speak that into people coming up and that. So it is, it is good. But yes, Nancy, let's be friends. So (laughs) I was like, I already thought we were. So, I mean, I don't know. I have a question for, um, like the younger listeners out there. Um, I know that you might've dealt with this a Mm -hmm. little bit, but I know, um, Nancy and Steph and I, we didn't grow up with social media. Mm -hmm. Our daughters Mm -hmm. did. And that can so affect friendship, especially between girls Mm -hmm. with teens and even young moms and just that the comparison that happens when Mm -hmm. they see posts and, Oh, why wasn't I invited to that? Mm -hmm. Look at, there was a gathering of sorts and Mm -hmm. gosh, why wasn't I included? Mm -hmm. So, like what, what tips would you guys, my daughter was unusual in the sense that she was really low drama and Instagram came out the end of her senior year. So she even was not super involved in that, but any suggestions for like the young moms kind of battling with the FOMO, which is mm-hmm. a true real mm-hmm. thing. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's very real. Um, I don't know. I don't have any good tips either. Cause my daughter was a little bit kind of like mm-hmm. Haley with less drama, Um, I definitely, I say all the time, I so wish that our kids could go back Mm. right now just and live a week of what we lived with Mm -hmm. like, you know, it makes us sound very old, but, and then to not know in that week what they are missing out on to just go there, there, experience that without social media, because the, yeah, this generation truly will not, like, I think it's weird that I am going to be the last generation that remembers our lives without cell phones, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So I I think that that sadly that our generation and our kids have to live with that because it really does a disservice to their, to their minds, to Mm -hmm. their self-esteem, to their friendships. I think it really plays more of a negative than positive for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think like, um, so we didn't have social media per se when Bianca was in middle school, but she had some friends three or four girlfriends. And so one day we're in the car and she goes, Taylor's going to Clara's and she watches them walk off. And Mm. right away I just snapped and I said, you know what? I said, that's okay. I said, we're not going to get invited to everything. I go, you with, you hang out with Clara sometimes and you hang out with Taylor and you don't, we don't know what they're doing and it's okay. And I kept repeating that to her. Mm -hmm. So she wouldn't feel bad if she was left out of something because reality is that we can't be in doing everything. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then the other thing with her is that, um, or no, not with her, but I did a, uh, speaking thing for mops Mm -hmm. a few months ago and 
God really put on my heart to talk about comparisons because I feel like I know how you can walk into a room and you can feel like, oh my God, I barely made it here. My kids are fighting in the car. They lost a shoe. I can't find my <laughs> wallet. Um, am I wearing deodorant today? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And then you see little miss walk in with her kids in tow and she's looking all, you know, perfect mm -hmm. and nice. And you think that her life is good and it's not. And we can't look at people, look at pictures on social media and think mm -hmm. we know what they're going through. I've lived that mm -hmm. where I tend to I like to get up in the morning. I like to get ready to something I feel good about, mm -hmm. but my life has been in shambles more often than I can say. And I might've looked a certain way and I've had people mm -hmm. tell me it's okay to, you know, let that show through. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. It shows through, but I've learned in my own situation that if I were to look at pictures and I know, I know when I do it, I take what, 30 pictures of something for the family mm -hmm. to post the one, the one, the, the one because yes. 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 right. you know, the kids are in a bad mood. I, my pants are too tight. My husband has a meeting in 10 minutes. I'm barely getting these family, that these family pictures together, but I'm going to take the one that makes us look like we're just in bliss. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. not true. Mm -mm. So I just feel like it's a conversation we need to have with these young moms and these young women that it's not, it's like a filter life, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. And I do think on social media, they're talking about that more now of like, don't do a makeup tutorial when you have a filter on yeah. because right. we want to see some acne and we want to see some pores. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's starting to be more of a conversation. And I think that's a good direction it's headed because no one's life is perfect and no one has all the friends and all the social does, does, is not reality. Yeah. 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 Comparison. It's definitely hard. And in a couple of the study or the study we did um, last spring, I think that Steph mm -hmm. and I did it, it did talk about that and really just kind of bringing it back to, you know, to who you are and to, you know, it's the thief of joy. They always say, right, yeah. comparison is the thief of joy. But just in kind of the world of technology, my kids obviously are not on social media because they're too young for that, but they love, my daughter calls them video games and it's YouTube kids. Mm. And she sits there and watches these other kids her age playing with all the toys and the things. And these parents are involved in these videos. And I said to my husband, I was like, if we were offered like a hundred thousand dollars, would you quit your job and do YouTube videos all day with our kids playing with their toys? And he's like, probably not. He goes, I just, you know, can't get around that. Yeah. But they're sitting there and she's like, I want this. Mm -hmm. I want that. Well, they have this. And some days, some of the attitude that comes out of her, I'm like, excuse me, where, mm -hmm. where are we learning this? And mm -hmm. I always point it back to these little video game things that she watches, these little videos of these kids who have everything given to them, who right. are showcasing everything. And so it's one of those, okay, like we need to back this off a little bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, when I was a kid, we weren't doing that. And when I was, I was talking to my in-laws and cause our kids were, you know, it's the one way we can kind of get them to be quiet and keep themselves entertained for about 15 minutes sure. when we need to get something done. And, you know, my father-in-law, he still has a flip phone and is, doesn't, he calls, uh, smartphones, fancy phones. We're like, no, it's just a phone, but <laughs> uh, pretty much everybody has them. But, you know, he's, he doesn't understand the concept of, you know, why we do that and things. And we said, because it's out there. Mm -hmm. I bet if you had it when, you know, if that was available when we were kids, right. it probably would, it was you know, the same thing, mm -hmm. you know, those like the video games and the, um, what was the little Nintendo, like the Nintendos, oh, yeah. like when those came out, you know, and the, the disc players and the CD players and stuff. So it's all within, you know, the generations and stuff, but I didn't grow up with that either. And so it is hard, you know, mm -hmm. like when we're in the car and heaven forbid, the kids have to stare out the window and right. have a like, conversation. I wonder and, when it will come for your kids when they will want social media. Cause like for ours, it was just kind of coming. Yeah. And like also even when you get a phone, cause I know when Grace got hers, like she was just right there in that age where, if you had them in elementary, it was still kind of a little more negative than mm -hmm. you'd like, or you'd get judgment maybe from parents be like, oh, come on, they don't really need a cell phone in in elementary school. But where your kids are going to be, because now, you know, it's been around for so long. And mm -hmm. I think the age is just getting less and less and earlier and earlier where they're going to, they're going to start bugging you. Like, when am I going to mm -hmm. get a phone or mm -hmm. whatever? Yeah. It's a hard battle. It is a hard battle. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a hard battle. Well, I want to kind of wrap up this podcast, but I want us to talk about if, you know, if you're out there and you're struggling to find or make friends or not really sure how to put yourself out there, if you guys want to give us a tip, what's, you know, one kind of final tip here that you could give somebody for, for putting themselves out there or fostering a relationship or a friendship that maybe they had in the past that they wish they, wish they would have asked the physical therapist on a date yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a coffee date. I would just say probably the biggest one is to not give up. I think 
you know, we all have insecurities about ourselves um, and we tend to be our own worst enemies in our minds. Like, just like you said, you don't mm-hmm. want to be, be an annoyance to somebody because you don't want them to do. And we put our feelings on other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one, just don't give up. You know, like I said, we had been in many different small groups and they weren't our peeps. We had to, but we had to keep putting yourself out there and facing rejection, facing kind of maybe some, you know, not so fun scenarios. Um, but it, it, you know, in the end, if you can see the end goal and then you get the people that you do do life with, it's so much, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And I, so I would say give up and not to you know, really pray about it. Cause for me, mm-hmm. that truly was prayer. Really? I mean, God does care about the little things in our lives mm-hmm. and, you know, he does want to give us the desires of our hearts. So pray, you know, I, I mean, I still pray for friends for Griffin, you know, it's been for a long time, you know, he, mm-hmm. he's, he's a guy, he doesn't need as many friends, but I pray for just good friends mm-hmm. because I know how valuable it, that can be for people. So mm-hmm. pray and don't give up. And I think be intentional. So if someone crosses your mind and you're thinking about them, that's God's way. I think of prompting my heart to be like, mm-hmm. just thinking about you today. And I can't tell you how many times I've done that. And someone's like, thank you. I needed that. I found mm-hmm. this out today or whatever. So thinking about you, um, it goes a long way. And even if that person isn't like your favorite person, I do feel like God puts people in our path that we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, one of my best friends right now, we did not start off as friends. I actually didn't even like her. And so, um, we <laughs> are honest you are friends <laughs> now. Yeah. And, uh, we're best friends. We do life together, but yeah, she wasn't my favorite. And, um, but now she is. So you just have to kind of, but she kept crossing my path. Right. So mm-hmm. being intentional kind of the third date rule. Like yes. give them a little bit. Yes. yes. Like, oh, you again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so be intentional. Those text messages go a long way. Just thinking of you, whatever. I mean, easy. And then and then they might write back and go, thank you. And, and let's have coffee soon. And then, okay, great. We'll go for a walk or something. That's what I like to do. Go for a coffee, get a coffee, go for a walk, things like that that are easy and fun and not heavy, but mm-hmm. fun. And everyone likes to do that. So. And you can cancel at the last minute. And Absolutely. You're... If it's raining. Oh, it's sprinkling. <laughs> <laughs> I just did my hair and makeup. <laughs> can't go out. Um, I would say, and I think that we all kind of have talked about it, but looking for the opportunity to make a friend, whether it's, you know, at your child's appointment that you're going to, or the dentist, or um, if you find yourself going into the same coffee place and seeing the same people and just, uh, you know, it is harder as we get older, but yet some of the elements of making friends doesn't change from being, from when we were Mm -hmm. young of just like you mentioned stuff, smiling, being mm-hmm. kind, and uh, just looking for the opportunities that are going to be placed in your life mm-hmm. to make a friend. Yep. Be open to it. Mm-hmm. They're there. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Our next Getting Real About topic will air Wednesday, September 22nd, and we will be talking to the stay-at-home mom. Thanks so much, ladies. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.